0: Welcome back. Welcome back, guys, everybody. We got a special episode today.
1: Would you say it's the most controversial that we've covered so far?
0: I would say it's the most contraceptive we've covered so far.
1: I don't even think that's a word, but we'll consider it a word. <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a word in, in other sense, in other context. I mean, let's think about this for like 30 seconds. We've covered heart disease, OB Okay, City. I you... Actually well, I like <laughs> no. prepared I'm like really a 30 second gap <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Okay.
1: heart disease, cancer, OnlyFans, transgender stuff hmm but today's episode's about birth control
0: mm-hmm. specifically
1: and I think it's a it's a very it's a very emotionally charged topic because it obviously connects to birth, life, potential of
0: abortion, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. And we'd wanted to talk about it in the, in, in just like general conversation and to kind of just be like, Hey, let's explore this or let's discover this, you know? And, mm-hmm. uh, along the lines of research, we discovered a lot of things Yeah, and we wanted to share that pretty much.
1: And our goal is to bring a very balanced discussion to this topic because, uh, I know where I stand mm-hmm. on birth control pills. I don't like them just because of course I'm more focused on the holistic health side of things. Yeah, I don't know where, where
0: do you stand? Pretty much holistic for the most part, yeah. as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And then last resort, you can rely on other things.
1: But also at the end of the day, you have to have like a very balanced discussion when it comes to a lot of subjects because it's, it's a very gray area. area. Mm-hmm. It's not black and white. Yeah. But anyways, to jump into it, we ha- first off have to mention uh, a few things about what birth control actually is. So I'll just be
0: rattling off a few. I like it. Well, you have like the definitive source. Like
1: yeah. That. Because I'm not going to try to define it myself. I'll probably just do a shitty job. So Yeah, I mean, we have all of it.
0: So mm-hmm. why we've done the, the pre-work.
1: <laughs> yeah, so for those of you who don't know, um, birth control pills are a hormonal intervention designed to prevent unwanted pregnancies.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, at the most basic level, that's all it is. Um, but oral contraceptives uh, contain either both estrogen and progestin. So that's one. They contain s- synthetic progesterone or just... Progestin. So these are hormones that a woman's body naturally produces, but within the birth control pill context, they're more of like a more synthetically driven, I guess.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And there are a whole bunch of different kinds of birth control, but we're just focused exclusively on the pill.
0: Okay. So the the pill itself. So saying that, for example, uh, one of the birth controls has, I don't know, sticky residue. Mm-hmm. for example. So it causes just like, you know, uh, a terrible, you know, characteristic between some other tunnel somewhere. So... <laughs> sure. I mean, there, I mean, there's just so many like... So in terms of just the pill? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: We're not going to cover rings. We're going to mention those things, but we're not going to cover like various... Yeah. I mean, it even goes to the extent where I've heard of birth control methods where they actually put a rod into a woman's arm and that somehow prevents... Um, unwanted pregnancies. What? Because I guess it just like sends out little doses of like synthetic hormones. Hmm. It's really? super crazy.
0: Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, the reason why I just want to clarify is that um this isn't really going to be like an outlook from in terms of any moral, religious view. It's not. No. It's kind of like, hey, something's out in the market. People take it. What's going on? Let's visit it. You know,
1: that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So just as a little bit of like a scientific background, um, putting these hormones into your body as a woman, it artificially alters the body's natural estrogen and progesterone levels, affecting the natural balance of the woman's bodily hormones. Mm -hmm. So basically throws everything out of whack if we're taking a very simple view of it. What it does in terms of preventing unwanted pregnancies is, It works by stopping the sperm from joining with an egg. Okay. And then when sperm joins with an egg, of course that's called fertilization, but it's safely, well, quote unquote, safely, according to most people, conventional sources, stops ovulation. So without ovulation, there's no room for the egg to meet with the sperm,
0: no pregnancy. Yeah. Boom. Would that Uh, be considered unhealthy? What do you mean? You know, if the egg doesn't meet the sperm. Well, I mean, in the... It, it's, kind of, it's kind of difficult because there are, we, know, we know there are some people that just naturally can't give birth. Yeah, right? yeah. It depends. It's very context-driven because... And this is exactly why it's controversial. <laughs> it, yeah. It's because, like, any, any kind of turn you take, it, it's just it's too sensitive. And then, again, we're two dudes. We're not women. You know, we are, we're not women. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, coming, no, no. Coming from the point, from like our point of view where we, you know, respect women, you know, mm-hmm. um, and kind of just like to build a life with them someday. So why not learn these things so we can better help each other? Yeah. That's kind of the
1: we whole de- point of this. We definitely empathize with the fact that, you know, men don't have the ability to birth mm-hmm. children. That is one of the most excruciating and painful processes that, you know, any human being can
0: have. Of course. And then we understand even more fully is that how much of, you know, a support stand we are. Mm -hmm. Mm So, yeah, I think generally, I don't know, man, it's, it's tough because I don't, I don't necessarily think that birth control is wrong. Birth control is not wrong. It's an option. Sure. It's an you option. Know, we're adults here. And if I know anything, we've trained ourselves to make decisions and act. Um, so if we are going to be adults and decide to do these things, mm-hmm. then you are deciding and you are being an adult. So I don't see anything wrong with it if that's what you choose. Yeah. Right. But again, it's, it's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. The pills, I mean, were, the pills well, we're taking
1: are, are un- unhealthy. Obviously, that's a very definitive claim. It's a very hard stance. It is. I tend to go more in that direction. But with the things that we're going to talk about today, it's very like there are good indicators that it's unhealthy. Yeah. But we can't make definitive yeah. claims
0: because. You can't. And that's why I clearly state this is my opinion after doing the research and reading through what we uh, you know, picked out and what, mm-hmm. what we saw, it, you walk out of it leaning more on, wow, I did not know this. Yeah. There might be a dark side to it. hmm And that's kind of why I say that.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it goes into the whole question of like, okay, aren't birth control safe? Like, why would we even make an episode on this? Mm-hmm. Well, that's the entire point. Like the, the conventional establishment has made it, has made the population believe that it's safe. But I think in reality, it's just like this easy, this easy hack a- around avoiding the consequences of one's actions.
0: Yeah. So you see it more as like a, a, uh, a childish person using it as a tool to get by easier without really.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, that's definitely trying. one of the routes. Yeah. There's a lot of people who are using mm. it in that way. Um, but it is the most common practice in the United States. It's 99% effective. Yeah. So it's definitely up there in terms of like effectiveness of avoiding unwanted pregnancies. But despite evidence suggesting that there are many, um, despite evidence that it is very effective, there's a lot of research headed in the direction that it causes a, a large number of unwanted side effects in women.
0: Hmm. Which are? Well, a that's where we are. pretty much de- Depression. Yeah,
1: let me, let me get into a few of them because I have them written down yeah. here. But this is, this is also based, and I'll be linking a whole bunch of the research that we have in the description, yeah. just to make sure that so you, you can, guys can yeah, look at it yourself. See the sources too. Yeah, so many women feel that as far as their mental and physical health, mm. the detriments of the birth control pill outweigh the benefits. And it's been found that some of the dangers of birth control Uh, Pills include side effects like cystic acne, anxiety or moodiness, uh, breast tenderness, weight gain, uh, for some difficulty getting pregnant after stopping the pill because it just totally disrupts your hormonal levels, especially if you're doing it over the course of years, which many women are, Mm -hmm. Um, and and then also may even cause depression as as you've mentioned.
0: Yeah. So women, if that is incorrect, please let us know in the comments. But
1: yeah, sure. Let us know your experience with it too.
0: Yeah. That would be very insightful.
1: But birth control and depression, because you did mention this. So they've long been associated with one another. But um, the common thing here is that women have expressed concerns like low sex drive, lack of appetite, helplessness, uh, disinterest, and overall sad disposition while on the pill.
0: So aka difference. Yeah, big difference. Yeah.
1: And I think it has a lot of similarities, actually, to uh, antidepressants, which is another, you know, emotionally charged topic. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can largely tell when some people are on antidepressants or on the pill because, like, the the soul has basically just been sucked out of their personality. Like their eyes are like they're blank; they stare into the
0: abyss. Mm. These are
1: things I've seen, at least.
0: Yeah, just kind of. Uh daydreaming mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm.
1: so this study here that we have um it's the association of hormonal contraception with depression okay and then we'll put a uh, put up a little picture for you for the youtube uh, audience yeah but this study published by the university of copenhagen analyzed over a million women in denmark ages 15 to 34. Mm who had no previous diagnosis of depression or any other major psychiatric problems, okay? So these are generally healthy women. To determine whether the women in the study were affected by the birth control medication after starting it, researchers monitored new prescriptions of antidepressants or diagnoses of depression from the Psychiatric Central Research Register. So they analyzed whether they got onto an antidepressant after they started taking the pill. Mm -hmm. In the end, the number of women using birth control who had developed depression was compared to a number of women who developed depression that were not using birth control. Make sense? Mm-hmm. The forms monitored included combination pills, progestin-only pills, uh, or gestural IUSs, I don't know what those are, transdermal patches, and vaginal rings. At the, here's the crazy thing. At the conclusion of the study, 55.5% of women were current or recent users of hormonal contraception. Hmm. Okay. Researchers found that about 133,000 women received a pres- prescription for antidepressants. They also found that just over 23,000 first-time diagnoses of depression occurred. So that's a, that's a huge number of women. Considering they're already healthy.
0: Yeah, that's larger than what I thought. So... So what you're saying is prescriptions. Obviously, you get a prescription through a doctor. So when they go and request it, what they're receiving is actually an antidepressant. Is that what it is? Are you talking about the pill? The yeah. birth control pill? No, we're talking about women who, who are not
1: previously on birth control, who get on birth control. And then okay. they analyze whether those women go to their doctors to get an antidepressant. Oh. That's, that's where the link so between the, the pill the and link depression between, comes is in.
0: Is there a second step or not? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I th- this is definitely the, the craziest yeah. part of it. Frighteningly, adolescents ages 15 to 19 had a higher ratio of diagnoses of depression and antidepressant prescriptions. Mm. These are teenagers. It's,
0: that's wild.
1: Yeah. Um, progestin-only pills, the transdermal patch, and vaginal ring are also a, areas of high concern with a higher ratio of diagnoses and antidepressant prescriptions. So, of course, based on the study, like, you can't, it's not a causal link. You can't say, okay, birth control pill causes depression. It's associated.
0: It's associated. Yeah. But it's a strong association. You're right. It's like, okay, we found out information that leads to the, yes, there is quite a majority that goes and there is a second step and they go get antidepressants, right? Mm -hmm. So we can't unsee that. Like that exists. It exists. So now we know that, okay, there's a different, there's something going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's
1: definitely the association. At the same time, there's also been research that's both for it and against it. Mm-hmm. But we also have to analyze, like, I don't have those studies at hand. I don't know how they were done. We don't know the efficacy of those studies. But that's depression, okay? That's one of the major side effects that a lot of women experience when they get on the pill.
0: Mm.
1: Now we can get into, I picked six of the potential dangers of getting on the pill as well, outside of depression. Number one is birth control pills and nutrient deficiencies. Very interesting uh, Bit of research. Most people don't know that in order for the body to metabolize the pill, the liver requires extra amounts of B-complex vitamins, vitamin C, magnesium, and zinc. So just think about the average young woman who's taking this every single day of their lives.
0: Mm -hmm. Through food or supplements?
1: No, 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 just the birth control pill.
0: Birth control pill, okay.
1: Take that in combination with the fact that they likely have junk food consumption, they're not eating the right foods. Mm -hmm that would make sense how it leads to not only nutrient deficiencies, but it's also been observed that nutrient deficiencies cause directly cause like all sorts of nasty stuff.
0: Yeah. What do you think so far? It's uh, complicated. Very. Yeah. yeah very very complicated. complicated. Because it's like, in a sense, like, like if I was a husband, you know, and let's just say we didn't, you know, This is an option somewhere, right? It's not the time to have kids. Okay. But we're both adults. That's kind of a solution. But it's like at the same time, I I can see why you can run to it. You know, it's really easy. Yeah. Super easy. Super easy. But I think just like everything else we talk about, it's more about the consistency of usage. Mm -hmm. That's going to destroy it. Sure. Once again, it's kind of like reusing it and keeping on using it, it, it it's just that's the bad part
1: mm-hmm. it, the, the poison so is it, in it the has, dosage yeah, in the frequency. so
0: a lot of things on this earth are poisonous we know that okay so if there are things that are made with 70 great things but then 1300 other bad things it's mm-hmm. a lot of bad things <laughs> but then if you tell me like this thing has 1300 good things but only 7 bad things it still has bad things depends on what those bad things are yeah so classic scenario Mm -hmm. tobacco okay we have classic cigarettes so if you go and get um marlboro reds okay they're actually a lot harsher and a lot worse for you in the long term than american spirits
1: yeah especially if you roll your own you get the right paper roll your own do all that
0: so like buglers um whatever Like there's Turkish tobaccos, there's Mm -hmm. Spanish, there's Cuban, there's, there's all kinds, man. So it's like, it's the same, it's the same way. There's going to be good and there's going to be bad, but essentially they're all bad. That's the way I view it. If that, if that does truly make sense, because Mm -hmm. I just hate pills in general, like avoid pills. Yeah. We're going to take a holistic view on things. You want to avoid pills, right? As much as possible. As much as possible.
1: There are some that are necessary, depending on the person. Yeah,
0: that's because our earth, you know, and the people that are in it just kind of ruin things. So (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, back to the point.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it really just comes down to like, look, we're not telling you what to do with your body. That's your choice. Uh, Every action just comes with a consequence.
0: Yeah. Well, I just couldn't shy away from this because it's it's right in front of me. So it's like, why not talk about it? Mm -hmm. Um, If it's something that's going to visit my life and something that I might, I caught myself thinking about it. So it's like, why not? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So
1: that was the first one, nutrient mm-hmm. deficiencies.
0: Number two, we have
1: the link between birth control and potential candida overgrowth. Yep. Uh, according to the Healthy Women Organization's website, yeast overgrowth has been closely linked to estrogen dominance in a woman's body, which is highly influenced by taking the pill. So this is something I've been learning a lot Interesting. more recently is that increased levels of estrogen, especially within a woman's body, yeah. is actually harmful even though estrogen for women is, is important, plays a crucial role, just like testosterone plays a crucial role for men, mm-hmm. um, too much of it can be very detrimental. And you know, when you consume the pill, that's, it increases that level of estrogen. Let's see what else. Uh, women who use hormonal birth control, not just the pill, but also a patch or ring, may have more yeast, yeast infection than those who don't.
0: Interesting. And we're, damn. And candida is a,
1: it's a very nasty um, ailment to have because it directly interferes with your gut. Gotcha. And we know about
0: the importance of it. Yeah, it's the, pretty much the second elixir of life besides water. Yeah. I guess.
1: (laughs) The gut health elixir of life. Oh. Number three, birth control and And the potential increased cancer risk.
0: I've been seeing that a lot with a lot of things. Increased cancer risk, increased cancer risk, increased cancer risk all the time with a lot of things. Yeah. It's all Um, relative. So I'm sorry to have to bring it up again in this episode, but Mm -hmm. potential increased cancer risk.
1: Yeah, I'll go through
0: it. Yeah, go for it.
1: The National Cancer Institute tells us that the risk of developing breast cancer is around one in eight for the general public. So out of every eight people that you grab on the street, one person is likely to develop breast cancer. But studies done by doctors such as Chris Callenborn, who's an MD from uh, Altoona Hospital in Altoona Penn, indicates that, quote, women who who took oral birth control before having their first child have a 44% increased risk of developing breast cancer. Wow. 44%. Wow. So if he's correct, if this is true, that would bring your, re- your risk of developing breast cancer to down to one in five. My God. That is a big jump. It's not something you really want to play around
0: with. Um, let's see. It's a wrong type of investment. Yeah. But That's the way see. I see it. Because you're spending money on this. Don't, you know, like there's a process to get to getting these things. So it's like, it is an investment.
1: Yeah, you can, you can definitely view it that way. Yeah. Um, according to the Breast Cancer Organization's website, this is what they say verbatim, there are concerns that because birth control pills use hormones to block pregnancy, they may overstimulate breast cells, which can increase the risk of breast cancer. The concern is greater if you're at a high risk for breast cancer because of a strong family history of the disease, past breast biopsies, showing abnormal cells, uh, or you or someone in your family has an abnormal breast cancer gene. So why doesn't your doctor tell you about this, right? This is this should be something that your doctor usually brings yeah, up. Yeah, of
0: course, because your doctor truly cares about you. Mm-hmm. Supposedly,
1: supposedly, obviously, they're just doing their jobs. There are a lot of doctors that care about you, but yep, we know the game. This is what Doctor Callenborn said. He said there's tremendous vested interest, drug companies with a lot of money, government agencies who give a lot of money for contraception. It doesn't make people look good when a study like this comes out.
0: Mm. Corruption. No bueno. It's absolute corruption. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, yeah, sadly the world we live in. Yeah. Uh, money, 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 money.
1: It all comes down to money and power, really. Uh, but let's run through these because there's, there's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> there's there a, is lot a lot to say. Yeah. Birth control pills and increased risk for blood clots. The link between estrogen use and developing blood clots in the veins, called venous thromboembolism, was identified more than 20 years ago. Uh, extensive literature has now been published describing how the risk for embolism increases as estrogen dosages increase. It's been found that combination b- hormonal birth control pills that contain the progestin called desogestrel increase the risk of blood clots more than birth control pills that contain other types of progestin.
0: Hmm.
1: And there are a whole bunch of signs and symptoms. By the way, it's very important if you if you do experience a blood clot that you know the signs. So shortness of breath, chest pain particularly with deep breathing um, coughing up blood persistent leg pain redness swelling warmth in your lower le- legs all signs of a clot
0: yeah and then i think what usually with signs i don't i wouldn't take just one sign as yeah. absolute yeah. you know
1: take the whole thing into account and especially for somebody who smokes you're obese sedentary mm. um, you're at a higher likelihood of
0: like risk yeah, yeah. for
1: sure yes yeah. number 5 this, this is the one I mentioned before. This mm. is very interesting. Birth Control and Partner Attraction. So the title of the study is A Scientific Basis for Human, I don't know how to say this word, vita, yeah, and natural law, the role of human pheromones on human sexual behavior preferences by oral contracept, uh, contraceptives. Okay. <laughs> so pheromones actually play a very important part in sexual attraction. And these pheromones are very subconscious. Like it's not like you're, you're not aware that, oh, I'm dealing with pheromones right now because mm. I'm so attracted to this individual.
0: Mm. But it's rather your body just doing things mm-hmm. in response to uh, whatever energy is between two people. Yeah. Okay. As men, if we
1: come across an attractive woman and we were like intimate with them over the course of a, of a good period, we notice that, oh, I really love the smell of this woman or women with men, especially Mm -hmm. like for some reason, I really like the scent of this guy.
0: Even his BO smells good Mm. to a point, very natural. um, And uh, notice how like the, the scent that was pointed out was a natural scent. And the thing she did was smell it, which was natural too. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's both natural things that just join together. Yeah. And they like, like I, each other, like, like it's the, yeah. like. Think of it as the smells, the smell and the sniff like each other. <laughs> the smell and, it, and the sniff like each yeah, other. like that's cool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's
1: cool. And like I told you before we started the episode, yeah. it's
0: go body. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like,
1: <laughs> it goes by the philosophy that uh, yeah. we are more aware of genetic compatibility mm-hmm. than we'd like to think. And genetic compatibility when it comes to producing a child, strong offspring. But the reason why the pill is a problem is because it could potentially disrupt this process. Um, According to the study, choosing a mate, it's a very weird way to say it, but choosing a mate while on the pill can result in unstable and more violent unions.
0: Hmm. Yeah. No, 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 sir. Yeah. I don't like that word. Violent.
1: No, we don't like domestic abuse.
0: No, we don't. (laughs) We like natural.
1: Yeah. Number six, Mm. birth control and progesterone. Very interesting. For women, the hormone progesterone is essentially life. Birth control robs you of this hormone because progesterone is necessary for fertility and a healthy pregnancy. It was given the name progesterone because of its progestational effects. Okay. Gestation, the yes. process of birthing a baby. Yes. Studies show that it relieves anxiety, improves mood, lowers stress, improves skin health, protects the brain. It's almost like a natural antidepressant. Mm. Um, so, so yeah, it's a truly remarkable hormone, but birth control has synthetic progesterone. So your body, so a woman's body doesn't recognize it as oh, the real shoot. stuff.
0: So it identifies it as fraud, basically. Yeah. In a sense. hmm Card declined. Yeah. Um. Send it back. Card declined.
1: Send it back, <laughs> bro. Where's the
0: receipt, bro? You know?
1: But yeah, man, I mean, those are, those are like six really major side effects that are back I don't positive. know how
0: how more major it can get than that uh the last one I do like a lot mm-hmm. um what about and it? even the one with just the attraction right the pheromones the difference I mean it's kind of hard hard to say if it's true or not right but finding that get that difference between Being on birth control versus not being on birth control is that the same attraction. Do you view the world in the same reality with emotions? You know what I mean? I don't think you do. Would you have lived the exact same way if you were off of them? We don't know that. We don't know. I would assume you don't. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the actions. I'm talking about how you feel. Um, And how you feel really plays a part in your decisions. So could you have done something differently? Yeah. We don't know that. But we would like to assume that, yes, everything has a part in everything.
1: -hmm. And there have been anecdotal
0: uh, bits of
1: evidence that I've seen from, obviously online. I haven't talked to any women about this, but the idea that, you know, once they they found somebody while on birth control, once they got off of birth control, for some reason, they just weren't as attracted to them as they were before.:
0: Yeah. Again, those are really, like, personalized studies. Those are insanely personalized. I don't know who's willing to do that either. Mm -hmm. But it's... I don't know, man. I'm the type of person that does believe in that stuff. You know? I mean, it makes sense fundamentally, logically. It really does. It really does. And all we're saying is that some things make sense. Mm -hmm. Okay? Not everything we read truly made sense. But a lot of things made sense, and we did find some major keys in this. Yeah. And that's what we shared here today, mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, and but then, progesterone, I had a question, actually. Yeah, Progesterone, that if that is life for a woman, would that be basically the testosterone for females? For men?
1: Yeah, it's the equivalent.
0: Yeah, it's the equivalent. For because sure. we have the sperm, and the sperm is basically stronger Mm-hmm. Based off of testosterone.
1: Like if you take a man and you... Um, if you take his testosterone, does he not
0: have... like he, It's kind of like you suck the life out of his...
1: I mean, you can see it on the street. There are plenty of men who have low testosterone <laughs> who like, they don't have a zest for life. They don't yeah. have confidence. They, they don't believe in themselves. Yeah, There's a reason for that because a lot of our mentality is driven by hormones. Yeah, And I feel like more often than not, people want to discount that.
0: Oh, it's like when you're on an, in a an masculine entanglement. Yeah. some sort
1: yeah competition yeah without testosterone a man doesn't feel the need to be as
0: to competitive compete. yes and that's what energy is mm-hmm. a sense of competition exactly. it's kind of like it gets you riled up you know exactly um but yeah very interesting i think it's very informa- informational mm-hmm. it's a very informational informative episode yeah um and these are not shitty studies
1: by the way these are like Top-notch.
0: Yeah. And then obviously, uh, before we wrap it up, we have, uh, like, since we started off talking about holistic, we have some natural methods. We still have a lot. We do. Before we wrap it up. Yeah. Because then we're going to get But I into feel like some... this is a good place for mentioning, like, some natural ways to replace a pill. Yeah. You know? So, for centuries, couples have
1: actually used natural birth control methods that don't bring any side effects for the
0: most part. Yeah. I heard lambskin was one. I'm not sure. Lambskin. Lambskin or some sort. And this is a long time ago. Mm-hmm. We're talking a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're
1: talking decades but, ago. Like
0: pre-shoes. Okay, yeah. pre-shoes. Um, but yeah,
1: there, there are many safe and effective contraceptives. Um, They're time-honored strategies. So it just depends on which one of these that you want to use. They do have different rates of effectiveness. hmm Um, But I'll explain that down below. So we'll go through the list. Number one, most obvious, male condoms. Mm. Approximate 98% effectiveness when it comes to prevented unwanted pregnancies. The only issue that I find with myself and other people is that it just doesn't feel as good when you're Mm. actually having sex. That's like the number one thing a lot of young people talk about.
0: Yeah. It's kind of like,
1: it just doesn't feel as well.
0: Same. Yeah, I mean, I've seen I've seen everything from memes to tweets to everything. Um, I would say yes, I've seen a majority of that. Them say that, and it's kind of like, does it? Like, I understand, you know, it's kind of like the holistic person in me. Mm-hmm. You know? If you know, if sex is a natural act, I want to do it as natural as possible. Sure, right? yeah, but of course, I, I mean, of course, I, I believe that. You know what I mean. Yeah, of course, because we weren't designed that way. Mm -hmm. But uh, that is an option. I feel like it is an effective option. And it kind of. Here's how I think about it, like for male condoms, it's like if if that's the case, then why not make it a motivating factor to maybe change yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, proceed, close this chapter so you can open a new one or, you know. just. Accept life for what it is. It depends on how much decide risk. what you want to do, or maybe become un- unholistic. I don't, yeah. I don't know.
1: It depends <laughs> on how much risk you want to take yeah. when it comes to avoiding pregnancy. That's all it comes down to. Mm-hmm. If you want a hundred percent effectiveness rate, you're going to do the, you're going to add a condom in. You might even be crazy enough to, to uh, discuss having your partner have birth control as well. Like I don't know what type of person you are, so just depends on the individual. Yeah. Um, But next after that, one that a lot of people don't think about, female condoms. They exist.
0: (sighs) Yeah, I I keep forgetting about them, to be honest.
1: They're actually 95% effective at preventing unwanted pregnancies um, and less likely to tear than male condoms. A female condom consists of a small pouch that fits inside the vagina before sex, okay? And it protects, protecting sperm from entering the female's body where it can fertilize an egg. Mm. So it just stops the sperm. Gotcha. Next, we have, this is something I haven't heard of, diaphragms. Um, these must be fitted by a doctor and are 92 to 98% effective. They're thin, soft rubber mounted on rings that are inserted, inserted into the upper part of the vagina to cover the cervix and act as a barrier to
0: sperm. So essentially, it's like a procedure.
1: Yeah, it's, it's like a more, more involved female condom.
0: Okay. Because you have to have a doctor. Gotcha. Present and it, yeah, not really a procedure. It's kind of like a, an appointment. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, like I guess. Yeah. Well, okay. Gotcha.
1: you. <laughs> uh, next, we have cervical cap. This is a heavy rubber rubber cap that fits tightly over the cervix. Uh, must be put into place by a doctor. Again, can be left in place for forty eight hours, so it is a temporary solution. They have around ninety one percent effectiveness rate. Hmm. After that, these are the ones I like more: natural fa- family planning and fertility awareness. So this is an all-around natural method for allowing women to track their natural cycles, identify times of fertility, treat premenstrual symptoms, and evaluate the effects of stress. And included below that are, let's see, one, two, three things that would go within that category. Number one is the calendar method. Uh, Abstention from sex during the week in which a woman is ovulating helps prevent conception from taking place. Uh, It works best when a woman's menstrual cycle is very regular and accurately timed. Mm. And I know a lot of people don't have regular um, periods or or stuff like that. So the calendar method doesn't work very well for couples who use it by itself. It's about a 75% success rate. But it can be effective when combined with the temperature and mucus methods that I'll describe below. Sounds very weird, the mucus method, right?
0: Yeah. uh, (laughs) uh, uh, (laughs) Okay. Yeah. It's just very like... It does it sound weird, odd. but mm-hmm. it's just the words.
1: Yeah. But temperature method. This is the next one. This is a way to pinpoint the day of ovulation so sex can be avoided for a few days before and after. Mm. It involves taking the basal body temperature, your temperature upon waking, uh, each morning with an accurate uh, basal thermometer, and noting the rise in temperature that occurs after ovulation. While this method won't prevent... Uh, pregnancy the first month you start using it, once you have tracked your cycle for several months, you can pinpoint which days are the most fertile and avoid having sex on those days.
0: Make sense? Does make sense. So you're analyzing over the course of a long period and then you're like, okay, now we found the spikes. It's kind of like how we use our aura rings. Yeah, or how we use our YouTube analytics, for example. Sure, yeah. Oh, we hit Thursday with a spike. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we know to avoid, no, no, not avoid that. We want to upload that day. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but never mind. It's not like yeah, YouTube analytics. Scratch sure. that. Uh, <laughs> um, important things to mention
1: factors like illness or lack of sleep can change body temperature and make this method unreliable by itself. Mm-hmm. But when it's combined with the, with the mucus method, it can be an accurate way of assessing fertility.
0: Okay. Now, please describe what a mu- <laughs> the mucus method is because I think everyone's waiting.
1: The mucus method. Okay. This involves tracking changes in the amount and texture of vaginal discharge, which reflects rising levels of estrogen in the body. Mm-hmm. For the first few days after your period, there is often no discharge, but there will be a cloudy, tacky mucus um, as estrogen starts to rise in the body. Mm-hmm. When the discharge starts to increase in volume and becomes clear and stringy, ovulation is near. A return to the tacky, cloudy mucus or no discharge means that ovulation is passed.
0: Okay. So you're basically visiting periods again, like periods of time.
1: You're literally analyzing your fluids as a
0: woman. Okay.
1: Your vaginal discharges. Yeah,
0: that that does make sense. It's like tracking your feces for like a month because like, you know, your bowel move has changed. So whatever, maybe you're looking and then now you're at risk for cancer. So you're like, oh, Mm -hmm. didn't know that, you know? Mm -hmm. I think it's the same thing. So essentially- There's a lot of parallels. Yeah. For sure. Um. But yeah, I mean, those methods, keep
1: in mind, those methods have been used for centuries, probably ever since the dawn of our species. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're very important. And listen, if you do want to get off birth control, they're very effective.
0: Yeah. I think the last thing, before uh, we continue, Yeah, just uh, like, honestly, it's so funny to me that when when we say we can't talk about these things, you know why? Hmm. Because- It's like, we are not the first human beings ever. Okay? Yeah. We, bro, we have been and been and been and been and been, and it goes back and back and back and back. All right? We're probably like the 40 millionth generation. (laughs) So if I can ask everyone to just like relax, like calm down, Mm -hmm. all right? Words are being said constantly. That's never gonna stop.
1: Analyze those words.
0: Analyze, know when to leave, know when to choose to stay, and just see everything as either interesting, intriguing, and just learn to observe.
1: That's how I feel. I'm, yeah. I'm stoked that I'm getting to learn about exactly.
0: this Exactly. So, you know what? We're not spewing facts, but this is something interesting that we happen to come across. We are spewing facts, though. And, well, yeah, you know, some facts and some we're are- ju-
1: We're just telling you not to do, we're not telling you what to do with your
0: bodies. Yes. You know, some are facts, some are just like observations. Again, so, yeah. Some are very like you see what good I mean. So it's up to you to decide is that positive or is that negative. But mm-hmm. like again, it's information. You can either see you know, yeah, negative research out of this or positive. But mm-hmm. whatever it is, we believe it's positive, and we think it's signs that maybe everyone should look out for.
1: Yeah. Now, uh, before we get into the really juicy part that I want to discuss with Ooh. you. There are some precautions that we have to mention regarding birth control pills and alternatives, Mm -hmm. okay? The side effects and potential dangers of birth control pills apply to some women, even more so than others. Women who should be very careful about taking oral contraceptives due to interactions and side effects include those who are already pregnant or breastfeeding, uh, women who are older than 35, Mm -hmm. women who smoke cigarettes or use recreational drugs, Women who have a high history or a history of high blood pressure, diabetes, stroke, heart disease, any chronic disease, really. Uh, who have a history of breast cancer, have diabetes-related complica- complications that affect circulation and the nerves. Any women who are healing from major surgeries. Mm-hmm. And then last but not least, women who take St. John's wort, uh, an anticonvulsant or anti- also an anti-convulsant or anti tuberculosis agent that can interact with birth control pills. Oh. So if you fall into any of those categories, yeah. you do not want to be taking birth control pills.
0: So it can, it could be deadly. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. <sighs> the juicy part. I just like my steak. Let's go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I have to give a shout out to Logan Fitz mm-hmm. for responding to this tweet after I, I, commented on birth control pills.
0: Hell yeah. Check out
1: episode 129 for that. Great episode. But I talked about this recent trial that scientists want to do within this next year or two on male birth control pills. Okay. Same concept except applied to males to prevent pregnancy. Okay. This was my tweet. The nerds in white lab coats want you to become sterile by nuking all of your vitamin A stores and God knows what else. Because it obviously, the, the pill that they tested in mice mm-hmm. actually blocks uh, a protein from interacting with vitamin A. So,
0: uh oh. It's not good. Not good. Not good. I don't like either of those. <laughs>
1: so, here's what Logan says. <laughs> yeah. he, read, he quote tweeted this tweet, and he said, If you thought soy drinking and triple vax dude memes were funny, wait till we can roast the male birth control.
0: <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> yeah dude just a little bit of fun Immasculate entanglement bro.
1: but anyways um this male birth control pill options for men of course are very limited Mm -hmm. we have condoms and vasectomies yeah (laughs) snip snap snip snap snip Snip, snap snip snap or put a rubber on Mm -hmm. one research team is working to create a non-hormonal male birth control pill And human trials could start by the end of this year. Okay. The proposed pill contains an experimental compound that blocks proteins from binding to vitamin A, also known as retinoic acid, which is known to be crucial for fertility and virility in mammals. In all all mammals, Mm -hmm. chemists and pharmacologists at the University of Minnesota hope that blocking vitamin A selective compound interactions in cells will create reliable but reversible sterility in humans. Really? So they want to sterilize you as a man. Mm.
0: Sounds squeaky clean.
1: Sounds <laughs> fantastic for, for men's health, right? <laughs> the team has already shown that it's 99% pre- effective in preventing pregnancy in mice without any known side effects. Are you in- oh
0: my God. Plus yeah.
1: the mice were able to produce offspring normally again four to six weeks after they stopped receiving the compound. What do you think about this?
0: Oh my God, dude. dude like, honestly, bro, that, that, that rids of man. That rids of man. That's what it does. You know, man, gone out the window, dude. Never, <laughs> never to be seen again.
1: I will say, the men who take this birth control pill, <laughs> if it even does go go on the market, okay? They will understand what women have been through the past, what? Thirty years. I don't know when birth control pills were made, but yeah, they'll they'll gain a good understanding of the side effects
0: because there will be side effects. There will be, and when they start crying, I start laughing. <laughs> That's just how the world goes, man. You have, but no, you deal with the consequences. You should of your actions. not have uh, a birth control for male. That makes <laughs> absolutely. Did I just read this correctly? What. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, all right. Four to six weeks after they stopped receiving, that's when they offspring normally again. So what it does is it it,
1: it makes you infertile for a short period of time. This is in mice, yeah. by the way. But then after you stop taking the compound, the mice resumed back to normal status when it comes to fertility. Mm. Now, mice, the reason why we do mice studies is because they share a lot of the same genes and have a lot, a lot of compa- compatibility with human beings. Yeah. But, of course, you can't say how this is going to impact people, which is why they want to do the trials.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't no, know. No. I, no. I'm I not like,
1: taking that in a million years.
0: Well, obviously. Yeah. You know, I like kids. And if I'm going to be in a position to have them, that's the... You know, I would just rather be educated, Mm -hmm. knowledgeable, and able to think and clearly make decisions and have my time and place with things and then take any form of blockage. You shouldn't be blocking anything. Anything that you decide to do should just naturally form and Mm -hmm. whatever happens, happens. That's the way I look at it. So I don't agree with taking any form of pill. It's just how I see it. You know, getting a vasectomy is different. Yeah. That's different. Like, I I see that as like, hey, I truly want to retire and I've had my kids. Sure. It's Mm -hmm. an option.
1: And once again, for all the young ladies out there, we empathize with you. We understand that birth control pills have very serious side effects. Yeah, absolutely. But like I said, we want to have a very balanced, balanced approach to this discussion. So,
0: yeah, pretty much it. But feel free to comment or do anything. Yeah. Would you say we're done with this episode? We're
1: done. Let us know how birth control pills have impacted you as a young woman.
0: Yeah. And then let us know how, you know, what you think of this episode. Do you see any information? If you'd like to add on to anything, any of you guys, doctors or nutritionists or whatever, who's want to chat it up, we'll be posting this on TikTok, YouTube, and everywhere else. You can find us on YouTube at the 2AM Podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all major streaming platforms. So go ahead, check it out, and we will catch you next time. Peace. Peace.